0: Hi, I'm Nina Enderst. I'm Anna Tonk. Welcome to How to Be Human, a podcast that explores the common and often confusing themes of humanness. On this episode, Anna and I discuss insecurity. Take a seat, clear your mind, and let's chat.
1: Hello. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) I feel like we haven't done this in a while.
0: It does feel like a while. We literally didn't speak for a day, and yet it feels like four weeks. Yeah, I know. I think that's probably what it is. You didn't miss much. My belly just hurt. How was your weekend?
1: (laughs) Good. It's, I don't know. What day is it? I saw humans yesterday. Did you? Real-life humans? At my house. (gasps) I can't believe it. And some of them were strangers. (gasps) No! Swear to God. Shock. This is a shocking development. I know. And, well, they had kids and Milo, like... Really wanted to play with the girls because we had a mutual friend, so we were in town. Anyway, I was like, okay, and then you're like, I'll allow it. The husband, they walk in the house, and I was like, none of us are anti-vaxxers, am I right? And he was like, did not think I was funny. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) he was like super, kind of like straight guy, and. I was like, oh, well, you know, you got to ask, but then he warmed up a little bit, but he, but it's just so funny when you have people who are very different from you over and the questions they ask, it's just interesting. But anyway, that kind of is a perfect segue because I think stuff comes up. I mean, I was, I wasn't that sweaty or anything yesterday, but I think stuff comes up in that kind of space when you're hanging out with strangers or people you don't know or whatever. And what are we talking about today? We are talking about insecurity, which mm-hmm. I
0: think is very funny. It's aligning in my life in an interesting way. I just wanted to say, though, I think often that you're one of the funniest people and people miss it. And I'm like, that was really funny. Oh, Give her thanks. that. Like, you mean, like, you know, like, none of us <laughs> are <Mr>. anti-vaxxers, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> it's very funny. I mean, come on. Like, but I do think insecurity if you're like Oh, I don't know if that was a test. Like how often insecurity like, totally. kind of robs us of presence, you know, is like very interesting to me. But also RIP for some of the jokes you make that people just I mean, <laughs> I've seen it in meetings like it just goes zoom like over their head. And I'm like, just because Nina's not like me, chuckles the clown, like doesn't mean she isn't very funny. That was funny. Give her a point, you know. So I just wanted <laughs> to go okay. on record Thank and you. on a microphone
1: <laughs> that Nina's very funny and people don't give her her giggles, do I appreciate that. I had a client once in the middle of yoga class be like, you should be a stand-up comedian. Oh. <laughs> I was like, next career. <laughs> That's <laughs> very for, funny. Thanks for that. Yeah. So, I'm really thrilled to talk about this topic and for so many reasons, but one of them is because I think it's challenging. It's yeah, makes me a little insecure. <laughs>
0: yeah, do you want a definition cuz uh Please, I do. I got you. Uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, lack of confidence. Example: She had a deep sense of insecurity. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like that's not an
1: example. You could have worked a little harder. You <laughs> that's know, not an Oxford.
0: <laughs> and then two: the state of being open to danger or threat, lack of protection, growing job insecurity, which I thought was also growing job insecurity as the example.
1: I was thinking about food insecurity this morning when I was going over the topic. So I I felt like that would come up for sure. Yeah. Something.
0: something. Well, and it makes sense, but I think the lack of protection got me sort of similarly to when we did vulnerability and I was like, Oh snap. I hadn't realized like that's actually the definition, you know? And I felt similarly about insecurity where I was like, Oh, like being insecure, it's just like being afraid you're not good enough or something, you know, like, I'm curious if if you've had this experience doing this podcast where I've been like, oh, it's really interesting to be challenged how you define these words and realize like, oh, that's not actually what that means, which it kind of doesn't matter, but it also does. It's made me sort of recalibrate. So I'm curious, like, how did you define insecurity before you knew what it was?
1: Mm. It has done that for me, the podcast, but how I defined it before. Yeah. I mean, two ways, right? Feeling insecure for about basic needs being met, not having enough food, not having housing, things like that, like in that kind of lane and which I would say is more realistic or based or rooted in reality for some people, unfortunately. And The other definition is what I think most of us have experienced, all of us have experienced or seen or both, which is the feeling unsettled in the self, feeling unsettled about who you are, where you are, how you are, where you are, (laughs) when you're where you are, how you are, where you are. (laughs) And I don't feel like it's changed yet. I mean, we just started, right? So I feel like there'll be nuggets that will shift my perspective a little bit, but I think for me, it's always been. I wonder how you've dealt with this too. My my confidence has been steady, but at the same time, because I grew up with a lot of people, or I, I think we all just kind of we were just talking about belonging before we started. You've been yeah. thinking a lot about belonging, and I think all of us want to feel seen by people, right? Yes. Loved ones, strangers, but it's really hard to accept that that is or is not going to happen in life. And if you are constantly working on accepting yourself and feeling rooted and grounded in yourself, that it doesn't actually really fucking matter what anybody thinks of you. So I think a lot of that insecurity drops away.
0: It's interesting you say that because like, I think that the conversation around insecurity, especially like on Instagram and stuff like that can be kind of like negative. There's no one who's without insecurity, you know, Like, I mean in emotionally, not necessarily in terms of needs, resources, things like that. I'm speaking to like being insecure about yourself and there can be this like conversation or rhetoric that like you're only healed or evolved or spiritual or whatever, if you have no insecurities and I I mean, like, whatever that utopia is, like, invite me. But I think something like my journey, if I'm going to be talking about my journey with insecurity, I was a hugely, very insecure person, I would say until my 30s. And I always had a very strong sense of self. But I struggled with low self worth, a lot of insecurities. And I think, my ego needed a lot of work as well. And it was interesting because I wanted to address the insecurities. But really, if you don't address some of the other stuff, you can't even like scratch the surface with your insecurities. And I'd also had this real disconnect where I was like, I think I'm kind of cool. Like, I think I'm okay. But I would get these messages that contradicted it. And I was like, I don't know what to do with that, you know? And then it just manifested as insecurity. So once I made a bigger, a much deeper peace with myself and was just kind of like, for better or worse, this is who I am, you know, like this is how I'm moving through this world. It was interesting just how much, like, I didn't even have to work at my insecurities. Like the flare was such a dramatic reduction, just working on some of that other stuff.
1: Yeah. And don't you, do you feel, I shouldn't say don't you, that's leading the witness. (laughs) (laughs) I've been watching a lot of Good (laughs) Wife. Absolutely funny. That having some, a level of insecurity, I mean, it's, is healthy. I mean, I know it's like, you know, not humility, but it's, it bordering, it's in the neighborhood. It's okay to feel like the, you know, the first time you do something or the first time you walk in a room, like they there can be a moment or a wave. Right. of, And I think that that really kind of yes. reminds us that we're human.
0: But I also think like we forget sometimes like what's normal. What is mm-hmm. normal situational insecurity or anxiety or some of these things like I a thousand percent agree with you. And I think like what's the difference between insecurity sometimes and like just sensitivity where it's like, this is an area or this is something like, like for me, sometimes I've quit saying insecure and I've started just being like, I'm sensitive about this or this is tender for me or something to like help me have a lot more kindness towards myself versus thinking this is something I have to be ashamed of because I'm not a hundred percent confident around it.
1: Yeah. Also, there's a lot of false security happening. (laughs) True. This, you know, projection that we all see of people acting as if they are secure. I was looking at, I was posting something for us on Instagram today and the filters popped up and I pressed on one to see what it was because Milo loves like the alien filters. (laughs) And it was the one that a lot of women use and it's not a judgment, but where it literally looks like they've gotten like half of their nose sliced off and there's like, contouring on the nose and I'm like this shit is crazy like this is just a plastic surgery app essentially or filter and so we were promoting like this I'm secure and I'm talking into a camera and I'm being me but we're covered in like these weird filters which to me there's a big disconnect there
0: Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And I think, like, that's where insecurity and, like, validation are intersecting, I feel like. And I had to work. I think maybe, like, when I was listening to you, I was like, oh, like, I was thinking about, like, validation, you know? And I think I used to really be hugely seeking of external validation. And not that I'm not now. I mean, I joke with you all the time where I'm like... I mean, we have a
1: fucking podcast. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. (laughs) We're not not screaming into the ether. Yeah, we're like, (laughs) Like, good
0: reviews only, you know. (laughs)
1: Like...
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. You all love us, right? La, la, la. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I would say my own insanity is not unknown to me, but... Yeah, like okay. So that like gives everybody a reference point of like if this is where I've leveled out and kind of a healthier place for me in my quest for validation, <laughs> imagine where I was when it was very unhealthy. So what was an unhealthy expression? Um, I mean, I think because I felt such shame around it and I essentially was like asking everybody that I was ever interacting with, essentially like, tell me I'm okay tell me I'm lovable, tell me I'm okay, tell me I'm smart. Like, I do not even think it had language. I think it was like a perfume I wore, like this need for validation, you know? Insecurity Chanel. Yeah, Insecurité (laughs) by Chanel. (laughs) It would fly off the shelves, let's be honest. Oh my God, but everyone would only buy it in secret. So I think that need for validation, and when I started self-validating or going like, I'm going to worry less about like, I always had this fear that like, if I self validated, like people were going to like jump out of the bushes and be like, you dumb bitch, that's not true. Or like, I can't believe you <laughs> told yourself you were cool. You're not fucking cool. You know, like I had this really weird hypervigilance of like, I, that I was going to be wrong, you know, that I was going to like tell myself something and be incorrect. And like, everybody was kind of like laughing at me, which is so weird. Cause I wasn't really bullied or anything. And I, I don't know. I'm surprised that I internalized it anyway that way. But well, you I are did. a
1: woman, Anna. True, I mean... true, true, true. Well, people
0: also think it's like, if you're a woman, like you're just open to constant feedback and, you know, like allow me no. to tell everyone right now. No. We're not, I'm closed, not. you know, <laughs> So when I started being kind of like, let me wade into self validation, let me start validating my feelings, let me start validating my experience, let me start validating my memories, let me start, you know, like these sort of things and taking it. Out of the context of right or wrong you know and it's interesting to me that this journey with validation came before my journey with intuition which like when I look at sort of like my own kind of healing and processing journey I'm like oh god this all makes so much sense like I couldn't have done that without exploring this you know and I remember talking to my therapist about it and being like I forget what the example was like I forget what I had done and then someone like commented or someone was like oh I noticed you've done blah and I was like wow it like was interesting I was like I was sort of surprised that it I didn't feel anything like it fell flat I feel like past Anna would have been like so pumped about that and she's like well external validation only works if you already believe it to be true
1: Mm -hmm. she's like
0: otherwise it, it doesn't do anything it doesn't really connect with us and it's just sort of like throwing things down a well you know and I was like curious, you know, cause I had felt in my body, you know, like I had felt it almost like not hit in a way, you know, and that was like so confusing to me. And I was like, Oh, when I get validation for things I'm insecure about, it's basically like junk food. Like it feels good for a second, but then, you know, it fades or I feel like shit because, there's not real truth there. I'm saying like, I don't believe this to be true. And they're like, yeah, it's kind of true. And I'm like, okay, problem solved. You know, like (laughs) versus like really going in and going like, why do I have no confidence about this? Is it because I haven't done it before? So I need to like build and develop the confidence. You know, is it like you said, like you're doing something for the first time, you know, is it related to an old story? Is it something that stretches my identity that I'm like, oh, I didn't think I could be someone who did this or something, you know, like, where is that lack of confidence, you know? And when I took validation out of it and realized how much it's an inside job and like, people can like, I think, give us tenderness about our insecurities, but I don't think they can fix or resolve them. And really looking to them to do that feels like it's, quite sticky
1: you know it's just not gonna work I think like moving from one self to a different part of yourself or or meeting a different part of yourself I think that's why a lot of people don't do it right because they don't like to try new things or we don't you know we're like oh I don't like that or I'm this way or I'm that way and I think it's so much about self-preservation and just if I stick in the lane that I know I have a client who, obviously, I won't name, but she's name brilliant.
0: Her. Name her. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> all right, this is the time where I break <laughs> all my ethical rules, <laughs> but she's brilliant, and I think there's a lot of fear around moving from this very sure career she has, like super successful, to something a little bit riskier. And there's a lot of insecurity. And I'm always shocked because I'm like, you're fucking brilliant. You're, you know, Ivy League educated. You have this like big, huge job. And it just happens to all of us. And I think a big part of what I experience, what I see is when we're having growing pains. And we're like, oh, I'm shifting out of this skin. But let me hold on to it. Let me hold on to it. Even though it's shedding everywhere. And you can see it. And you can feel it. And Things are starting to crumble and, you know, it's not necessarily a disaster all the time, although sometimes it can be, but I feel like there's often a lot of insecurity about like, will I be able to understand myself in this new way? How will I navigate that?
0: Yeah. It's funny because I think, you know, sometimes you think I'm being resistant to change, but it's like, sometimes you'll be like, how do you, like, you know, like about change or whatever, but it's like. I'm more, don't like deviating from a plan, which is different. But I think for me, the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that if you can be fluid, you know, with your identity, with your things, and also like have your own back, it makes it easier to navigate those times, you know, like, When you and I decided to partner, like, I had all all kinds of different changes happening. And I was just really honest with you about that. That I was like, you know, I feel confident about this, but I do feel a bit like I'm flying blind or this is kind of new to me or whatever. The term I use is like naked lobster.
1: (laughs) That when (laughs) lobsters molt... It makes me feel things when you say that,
0: (laughs) but they, when they molt, they hide, you know, like until they've grown their new shell. And I think where I get frustrated sometimes is that I don't know that people learn how to take care of themselves when they're a naked lobster. And they just shut down or don't change or don't do anything or just stay in the job they're miserable at versus like expanding their skill set to be like, how can I show up for myself when I'm insecure? And I see this a lot in like friendships and stuff. And I'm curious, like how you feel like your insecurities have shown up in dynamics and well, and it's a two parter. Don't worry. It's not just you that we're going to roast, but also like. I feel like so often in any relationship, like we're often really conversing with people about like, this is what I'm insecure about. Like, can you not poke that? And we're like, yes, agreed. Or like, this is what I need. Can you provide that? You know, like we're communicating all these things under the surface. And I'm just curious how you have felt about navigating that, whether it's gentleness around your insecurities because I think you're good about owning it like I think both of us like when things have cropped up we've just been like oh I think I'm just insecure about blah like it doesn't seem to be an issue for us in our partnership so like I'm curious how you feel about it like out in the wild.
1: It's not an issue for us and which is why I think it works so well because we've really spoken from the beginning about our sensitivities or, you know, I remember just being like, you asking me questions about like, like money stuff, right? Like, how does this work? How does that work? Like, I don't know this. I don't know that. And I was like, oh yeah, obviously she needs to know that. Like, But it was right at the beginning where I think not, I've learned and I'm learning to have as little I mean obviously everybody has ego and that's healthy but as little ego in it whatever it is as possible because it blocks me personally I know from being creative or being fluid or hearing the other person to the best of my ability and I think in friendships it's man that I'm going through a real naked lobster moment with <laughs> friendships as you know Aww. I'm butt-ass naked you guys <laughs> <laughs> She's moved beyond being the naked
0: lobster to the streaker um, just, lobster yeah, that yeah. the ocean okay. is
1: discussing. Sashay. <laughs> chante, <laughs> oh, Sashay. Uh, so <laughs> I had really, really good friends for most of my life who were in the same people and I would have, you know, different friend groups, but I always had this core group and it was the same kind of thing in college. And, um, most of that has dropped off. There's a few people that I still have in my life. One of them who I know is listening and will be like, you are not an old friend. One time I was like an old friend. She's like, so am I, does that mean I'm, we're no longer like, no, no, Jill. It just means I know you for a long time. But I think my friendships were so important to me for so long. They still are, but because I didn't have any siblings and I, wasn't, you know, the most successful in school in a lot of different ways. So I really took my ability to navigate relationships in a healthy way and in a positive way, very seriously. And that's fascinating. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I loved that. I had this group of friends that I, that I trusted that trusted me. And I kind of felt like I I figured something out, even though a lot of things weren't healthy for me. I was like, I've cracked something here, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just realizing some of this now, by the way. But when that <laughs> all started to crumble, I was like, do I just not have that figured out? I don't mm-hmm. know how to be
0: Interesting. friends
1: with people at this point in my life in the same way. Because, you know, Way and I were just talking about this the other day. Like, he's like, you take such good care of yourself at this point in my life that like I rest. I mean, I go to sleep with not sleep, but I go and lay down with my kid every single night. Like I literally do. The last time I stayed up was when you were here, Anna, or like Wayne and I will hang out, but sometimes, but yeah, I'm in bed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I know just cause I know your rhythms.
1: So I also knew like, Oh, it's a special occasion. She's staying up. Yes. So I, like, I take really good care of myself, but in doing that, I lost a lot of friends because I didn't want to engage the same way and I didn't want to play the same kind of role anymore. And I was so exhausted by being the one who called all the time or the one who tried all the time or the one who understood all the time. And that's not to be like in a victim space because I don't feel like one at all.
0: No, but you just realized the dynamic.
1: Yeah. And when I woke up to it, I was like, okay, this is an experiment. And I just stopped calling. Yeah. And I stopped trying. and. I didn't do it to play games with anybody, but I was like, let's see how much of a two-way street this is. Let's see what happens. And the friendships I still have are really the only people that were like, I'm going to check in on Nina and see how she is and just say hi, you know? But the rest of them, I was like, I just don't. So I'm I'm trying to take really good care of myself in that space and not make it mean anything. You know, It's I have a different life now. I'm not like running around in my 20s in the city and I'm not... I miss having that, like, solid group of friends. But at the same time, now I just have a different life, you know?
0: Yeah. I think something, too, that I'm hearing in what you're saying, like, I understand why that would, like, kind of rattle you, you know, or be kind of like, wait a minute. I thought I was really good at this and maybe I'm not. Like, I could see how that, you know, like, I think that's being responsible, to be honest, to do that reflection of,
1: like, what's up here? You know, like... Am I the common denominator?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but like you're like, listen, it would be really easy to just say they're all jerks, I'm perfect. I mean, I'd love to joke about that and like say, <laughs> I have a joke with a long term friend, like inside thoughts, you know, or she'd be oh like God, that's so good. where she'd be like, how'd that date go? I was like, Cool, but I mean he should be obsessed with me. And she's like, inside thought, Anna, inside thought. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Yeah, but like you're my bestie in safe space. I think. What I have witnessed is I feel like you are figuring out what are your needs around friendship, because I feel like your needs have changed in the sense of, you know, like I witnessed it, like y'all live a really, really beautiful life. Thank you. Why would you, and you've built it and it's a lot of work. They're hustling. But I tell you what, like Nina and Wayne are like smiling while they're doing it, you know, and like, it didn't feel performative. It didn't feel like, because I was a guest, like, I really felt like I was getting to witness like a snapshot of what your life was like. You know, I didn't feel like y'all were being different because I was there, you know? No, we
1: don't. Who has the energy for that
0: shit? Right. Except for taking like exquisite care of me, like for real. But like, y'all have worked that out of like you know, wait as this, you do this. you like, Milo's super happy and well-adjusted. I, I mean, I do think people's kids are like a really good thermometer of like what's up in a household, you know? Yeah. Cause they don't know how to filter. They don't know, you know, like, so seeing this like super happy, secure, you know, snuggly bunny of a child who, you know, just wants to hang out with me. I'm like, things are working here. You know, I think that changes the role that friendship plays in your life and that it is going to, I feel like I'm in therapy right now, (laughs) but I, I just find it interesting because like my friends still have, I think more importance to me because I'm still figuring that out. And my family is dicey. You know, I can sometimes be connected with them. Sometimes I have to pull back, you know, that like, I think it puts a different, stakes and stuff on my friendships. But I think like what I started to hear from you a couple months ago is like, you were, I think, a bit lonely. Like, I think you were coming to terms with these friendships aren't feeding me. I need to adjust to something, but I need something, you know? And I felt like witnessing you sort of evaluate that was interesting because a couple of times like you were just being really vulnerable with me, you know? But I think like, it's not like we shouldn't be like looking to people to make us happy or our friends shouldn't like fix our lives. Like that's not what I think, you know, anyone who's single is doing. That's not what I'm saying. But I think it like, you've worked really hard to have a life that you love you get to be in that you feel it i think you're very present in it that it's just going to make anything that feels bad (laughs) way more obvious you know that you're like like this doesn't belong like even if it's like not that bad but it's like i think your happiness like gave you the space to see like if i'm really honest these friendships aren't making me happy
1: Mm. Oh man, yeah. It's like you're speaking to my soul. It's true, and I wonder what you have currently experienced around insecurity. And you're a and jerk. Make- I know what Sorry. you're doing. You're a jerk.
0: <laughs> I'm not. I'm kidding. She's glad that we have our cameras off, and I can't give her a and look. Give me the finger, no. And be <laughs> like, I see what you're doing, you tricky, tricky, sly fox. <laughs> The, Let's work it out. No, it's funny. I had a feeling this would come up. Yeah. I have some tension. I have some tension <laughs> in my life. I have multiple tensions in my life right now. My mother's popping off right in time for the holidays, which is great. And has totally fucked up Thanksgiving, which Thanksgiving is stupid anyway. We shouldn't be like having a holiday about colonizing. No. But, you know, I'm there. I'm, I'm with it for the gratitude and things like that. But like, my mom is being an agent of chaos. And then I get insecure and be like, well, I shouldn't be so dependent on my mom. I should have my own family anyway.
1: You want to come for Thanksgiving?
0: <laughs> well, no. Now I'm going to an Italian restaurant in the city. Oh, nice. Because when I was like, you know what? Thanks. It is a wrap. Let's cancel Thanksgiving 2021. She like dug her heels in and had to double down while she was like going through security at Atlanta Hartsfield. And my mom has had plastic surgery recently and looks like Quasimodo. So I'm like, are
1: you wearing a was she was there when the
0: shooting happened? Yeah. Well, she was trying to get to the airport and was like, I'm going to miss my flight. And then they were like, there's been an accidental weapons oh discharge. God. And I she's like, you're not worried about that. My mom, I mean, oh, my God. Agent so learned to her core chaos. So I get insecure about that sort of stuff. And I get insecure about having kind of a not great family situation. I've like kind of made my peace about it, but like I have to take care of myself because I think without care I can become insecure and I have to remind myself like it's not my fault. It's not my doing. I can't control it. These are other people. And then something else that has come up, like the family stuff can be really difficult and anyone else who's in that or anyone else who with all this holiday shit and this like you know, it's time to be with your fam and all that stuff. If that's hard for you, like I'm right in there with you. It can be really tricky. Another thing that's come up and that I'm, you know, definitely insecure about is talking too much. And that has been a lifelong story. My dad used to come home from work and when we would sit down for dinner, he would, you know, how was your day? I would start and he would go Anna, the short version, And, you know, and my mom would be like, oh, you started talking really young and like then you never stopped. And God, for a while there when you were really little, I thought you were going to go, I was going to go crazy because you would just ask me so many questions. And I'm just like, I get that. But then like, it's so interesting when I see friends with their kids and pretty much I think children are one way or the other. They're either silent, you know, and like and kind of play by themselves, I feel like, or... They're loud. Like, there's just kind of no in-between, in my opinion, from what I've experienced, you know? And I'm like, I see so many friends. I see you with my—I lo- mean, that's why I'm like, I don't know how y'all do this. It's so full on. <laughs> I feel that way about every parent, you know? Like, by the way, like, I have in- I'm impressed by all of you but there was no resentment on y'all's part. Like y'all were like, you're like, this is it. This is the gig, you know? So from a really young age though, I internalize that. And there's a breed of person that wants me to feel insecure about it. I feel like, and does weaponize it. And it's mm. coming up for me and a dynamic and it's deeply painful. It's definitely a wound, but also, and this is something I have said to the people this involves is I'm like, this is a, dynamic that like I don't engage in like to protect myself I'm not going to really argue about whether or not I talk too much and actually talking to you about it was really helpful because you were like yeah you talk a lot like that's why I do a podcast with you
1: like (laughs) yeah dead air would be awesome
0: Yeah. Like you were like, yeah, like that's one of your selling points, you know, like and I was like, it's true for like all these people. And I honestly think like part of why I resisted doing a podcast for years, I kid you not years, like people have been telling me to do this is I was afraid that all those people would jump out of the bushes and be like, oh, my God, this bitch just never shuts up that I was really insecure about that, that I was like, yeah, yeah, I know I talk a lot. Well, guess what? I found a way to like pivot it into a career move, you know, like made that talk, talk, talk work for me or something. But, and I think also too, I felt like when people were saying, I talked like that I was like monopolizing or being selfish. Like I definitely put other messages to it. And I think part of why it also really hurt my feelings is like, really? I talk cause I'm, I'm trying to share. I'm trying to connect. I'm trying to talk about like what's been in my head. I'm trying to invite you in. It's definitely not a way I'm trying to monopolize.
1: Right. Well, I know that. I mean. Can you tell everyone else?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You got my magic. Can you share it with everyone else and explain it? No.
1: I mean, I'm used to being around people who. That was one of my insecurities for a long time also was talking too much. And then I became, I have two speeds. I'm either talking a lot or I'm mostly silent. Now I'm learning to like find the middle ground. But yeah, I think it's hard. I don't, I feel like people want to project something on us for whatever reason at whatever time. What do you think the people who are on the other end of that comment are insecure about their ability to communicate. So if somebody if you're talking a lot, right? hmm And you're just talking and talking and talking and talking some more. Talking talk, <laughs> talk. Maybe I took a breath. baby. I did. not still talking. Still talking. And, <laughs> and somebody wants to talk, what would you do?
0: You mean like if I'm talking and I know it? oh if I'm on the other side. If you're or, the I other mean, side. Yeah. I mean I think I would just this is what's funny is like some of the people who have criticized me, I feel like have done it to me, which is also like, what's really funny. (laughs) And so I think in the past I've said things like, wow, it seems like you have a lot to say about this or whatever. Or I've been like, hold on, like you've given me like 50, like really interesting things to like mull over hold. Let's I want to, can we go back to this? You know, like, I think I've just sort of spoken up and sometimes I guess I've been rude where I've like interrupted, but I think that I've just sort of in a way self-advocated or just waited until they stopped and then was just like, whoa, that's also, I think sometimes when people share things like is a gift and you can tell sometimes the, like what's behind it. Yes. I think what sometimes people accuse me of that I don't think is necessarily fair is like, I'm not monologuing, you know? Like, I'm usually, it's more like, in my opinion, ADD brain of being like, oh, and I thought of this, and then this, and and it's like excitement that I'm like, I'm afraid I'm going to like forget this stuff, or, you know, like, it's some of that stuff that I'm more just like, blah, like, here it is, react to it, you know? Versus being like, oh, I have a captive audience, let me maximize this, you know? We've met those.
1: I mean, we've met those, and yeah, and again with that, what I've learned from having somebody in my life who is a family member who is like talks nonstop about themselves, it's a really big trigger for me and other people. And but what I've realized about him is like he's not—he's doing it because he's nervous. And like, I'm not saying there aren't like narcissistic tendencies, but it's like a lot of nerves. Mm-hmm. So I think the more to like, which I don't think, by the way, is your brand at all. <laughs> but I think the more that we can just kind of step out of our own shit and see the other person. I mean, my son talks from the time he wakes up to the time he goes to sleep. I mean, Truly. We're like like he talks all day long.
0: Even when he's by himself, like, even when he's playing by himself, he's, yeah. like, he's singing, he's, he's narrating, like,
1: <laughs> it's really
0: cute. It's adorable. He's, like, off in the corner. He's, like, yeah, and you do this, and da, 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 da. you know, like, yeah. All day long.
1: Yeah. And I think for some parents, what I've witnessed, or maybe even, like, in my own life, it's not for me, because I... I love hearing him and I try to work really hard on myself, but I think what a lot of people might be up against is what that brings up in them, you know, whatever mirror that holds up. And is it that you don't feel comfortable expressing yourself that way? Is it that you don't feel comfortable inserting yourself in a powerful way? I mean, it can't always be the other person. We have to take responsibility for our own insecurities. Yeah. And not kind of like dig into other people's.
0: It's funny you say that because I've thought a lot about it. And I've thought about like my dad, rather than being honest and being like, I'm tired. I've worked a full day. I don't have a lot of energy left over for like kid talk instead chose to be mean to me, (laughs) you know, like
1: that's that's what happened.
0: It wasn't about my talking. You know,
1: it was about his lack of like being able to be present or like he was burnt out because God knows what, but it was all his stuff.
0: And with, I've had this, I mean, I haven't really had this dynamic with men, but, and it's actually interesting. I've, you know, dated a lot of men who were like kind of quieter. And I was just like, do you feel like I never shut up? And they're like, no, I think you're talkative, but they're like, I like it. It's different than me. It's interesting to me that it hasn't really been an issue Dating wise, when so many other things have, it's been. (laughs) But but I'm all clear there. I'm all clear there, (laughs) but it's been way more of an issue with women, and I can't really say about any non-binary friends because it hasn't come up yet. But for you know, female identifying, it has been an issue, and I'm not saying. (laughs) Listen, I'm not saying I don't talk a lot. I'm aware. I'm here. I mean I'm doing it but I think part of my insecurity part of the trigger for me is why is there never any space in that conversation that it's not I don't need to cordially invite you to take up space Mm -hmm. and it's like you're essentially saying you need to be quiet for me to shine brighter like That's just not a cool thing to say to anyone. That's not a cool way, in my opinion, to be moving through life. And I don't think it really has anything to do with me. Like, that's where I've started to net out. I'm not denying that, like, I play a part in this, but I believe I'm more providing the mirror for them to look at what is being brought up versus the issue is my talking.
1: I agree with you. We have to do another episode about female friendships oh yeah specifically specifically what shall we leave them with today if you're a chatty kathy keep chatting no i'm kidding but like sometimes stop
0: (laughs) (laughs) But like sometimes i mean like it's interesting though i think part of what you said about you thought you were really good at relationships you know like in people i think part of why i am so insecure about that the talking thing is I feel the same way. So I do try to be aware of cues. I do watch if some, if I'm like a lost them, like I stop talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I think it is this trigger is it's, is I'm like, I've done a lot of work. I've done a lot of adjustment around this and like, I'm still hearing it. Like, I don't know that it's always me. Mm-hmm. And I would tell, I think a lot of Us when we're insecure about something, we tend to shut down or just sort of collapse and be like, Yeah, I know no one's perfect. No one's asking for perfection. So if you can, I know I feel like I say this about everything we talk about, but if you can, try not to collapse and instead just kind of go, Yeah, what is the story around that? Why am I so insecure about that? What is the messaging I've received around that? And then like, Is that the way this person like often if it's someone else, like if we're like she makes me insecure or whatever, she's not doing shit, you know, like number one, like double or I would say double check that if they're trying to make you insecure, that's not good. That's on them, you know, but if someone is just like literally interacting with you and you're having this major like kind of insecurity flair, just try to ask yourself why, like, what does it relate to? What are the previous messages you've had about this? What are the stories you've internalized around this? It may not be what's happening in this moment. And, you know, like we started this talking about how like insecurity is a lack of confidence in something. So how could you build your confidence, you know, like, I find sometimes for me, just literally saying it out loud or just admitting it and not find, feeling like I'm hiding from something immediately makes me feel more confident. Like, at least I'm being truthful with myself. At least I am meeting myself. Like, that takes courage and it'll immediately give me a little bit of a confidence boost,
1: no matter like what's up. Couldn't have put it better myself. Yeah, I concur. And the only thing I'd add is, like you said, treating yourself like your best friend is in moments of insecurity or flare ups or feeling like a clenching or a sweatiness. <laughs> it's important to meet yourself there. So nobody else can meet you the way you can meet you. And that will, in and of itself, build trust and confidence that you can get through these types of moments and you can navigate and you'll know when maybe a friendship isn't healthy or a relationship or someone's projecting on you and you'll be able to like detach speaking of this post that you posted today on soul that everybody's very excited (laughs) about you can detach from somebody else's insecurities so that you can deal with your own shit and then come back to the table and have like a more clear conversation about what's happening or what feels good or what doesn't, but not expecting other people to know our insecurities, not absorbing those of others and just kind of trying to keep it clear and as much as possible. So We'll talk more. We'll talk more, you guys. Tell us what you're insecure about. Yeah. <laughs> Just send us a DM.
0: Send, DM us your insecurities. <laughs> I would be curious, though. Like, I bet people would surprise us. And I also want to say, like, when I really realized the blessing and the curse about life is no one is paying as much attention to you as you are was like a liberation and a heartbreak. And it's something I come back to over and over again when I feel insecure that I'm like, no one is paying as much attention to this as I am. And maybe anyone who is scrutinizing me that much is not good for me, which is okay. You know? Mm -hmm. And so Try to free yourself as well from it. Remember, like we're all more than our insecurities. Remember,
1: nobody cares.
0: Remember, (laughs) no one cares except me. Slide in my DMs. Tell me. I care. I care. Me too.
1: Me too. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Bye. Bye. That's all for today's
0: episode. If you're interested in submitting a topic or want to submit a question for our advice episode, Please join our membership community at howtobehumanpod.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, we're guides, not gurus.